Touchdown locked on Anaheim Ducks. An impressive win at the Shark Tank last night. And maybe putting Adam Henrique on waivers wasn't such a bad idea. We'll break all of that down on today's Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. How's it going? It is hump day. Yeah. I'm your host, Jason J.D. Hernandez, covering hockey for over a decade. A reminder, you can hear this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or the new Odyssey app, which is AUD. ACY. That's the new Odyssey app. You could hear your podcasts on there. You could email me at lockedonanaheimducks at gmail.com. You could follow me on Twitter at StimpyJD. You could follow the show on Twitter at LO underscore Ducks. All right, let's get into it because the Ducks had a terrific game last night, probably one of their best games of the season. And this comes on the heels of the news that Trevor Zegers did indeed get sent down to the San Diego goals. He will make his goals re-debut later tonight. And we're going to talk about that on tomorrow's podcast because tomorrow is Goals Thursday. And we always cover the San Diego goals once per week on this very podcast, mainly because, hey, the minor leagues need some love too. They need some coverage as well. So we'll be talking about the goals all day tomorrow. As for this team, they actually did something worth a damn, wouldn't you say? Uh, starting off in the first period, well, first period first off was a terrific start for the Ducks. Probably one of the really good first periods they've had all season long. Despite the fact they got outshot, it seemed like they were outplaying the Sharks when they had possession, which was fairly often. Guess who got the first goal of the game for the Ducks? Guess who got things started with his goal? With his energy. Adam Henrique. Henrique led the team in scoring at the time. That was his 11th goal of the season, which at the time led the team by himself, making it 1-0. The assist went to Kevin Shattenkirk and Danton Heinen. What I liked about this goal in particular was the work of Kevin Shattenkirk doing a great job getting the puck outside of their own defensive zone and kind of lofting it over the defense. It was a perfect lob pass up and right on the tape of Denton Heinen, who made a perfect pass to Adam Henrique, who got it right past Marty Jones. Once again, his 11th of the season team leading, making it one nothing. But the best part of that period, you knew I was going to talk about this because Sam Carrick is my spirit animal. He is Steve Carroll's spirit animal. Yeah, gotta give Steve Carroll some love here. But he loves Sam Carrick on this Ducks team. Sam Carrick got in a pretty nasty fight last night. You know what? It was a good one. I gotta give him some big credit for fighting Jeffrey Veal like that. I mean, there was some blood drawn. But you know what? The kind of fight that Sam Carrick showed out there, that woke the team up. Sam Carrick got in a fight last game too. He is always that kind of guy who was not afraid to get in his scraps while still maintaining some kind of ability. Kind of reminiscent of, oh, maybe Nick Delorier, except with a little bit more scoring ability. Sam Carrick has shown that in several years with the San Diego Goals as their captain. And Sam to say, Sam Carrick won't be playing with the goals tonight. So no Captain Carrick for the goals. But hey, if he can provide a spark for the Ducks, at least right now, that's not a terrible thing at all. 
So Jeffrey Vila and Sam Carrick with the amazing fight towards the end of the first period. And it was one nothing. But I think that fight kind of sparked the Ducks. Because after that, my God, they put it on. Probably the best second period the Ducks have had all season long. Max Comtois got his team tie 11th goal of the season. See, that's why I said Del- Henrique had the team lead for about a few minutes. Because only 24 seconds into the second period on a power play. On a power play? Yeah, this was pretty early in the power play too. Only 24 seconds into the period, Max Comtois on an assist from, guess who? Sam Carrick, who had just come back onto the ice. And Jamie Drysdale got it to Max Comtois. But on that, Carrick was kind of in the middle of the zone. Got it to Jamie Drysdale, who was out on the point. Drysdale shot it towards the net. It probably could have gone post and in if Comtois had not deflected it. But Comtois was right there with the deflection to for sure get it past Martin Jones. And what I liked about Max Comtois right there is he also held the stick to a point where any type of defenseman that was right there would not get on it. So that's Comtois' 11th of the season, tying him with Adam Henrique for the team lead. That made it 2 nothing. The Ducks actually did some very good cycling on the power play. How about Drysdale and Carrick on that power play unit? How about that? We've seen that before. We saw that last month when Drysdale and Carrick was on that first power play unit in San Diego. Guess what? It worked here too. And got to give credit to Dallas Eakins for changing things up a little bit. Eakins has coached Carrick since 2015. He knows Sam Carrick inside and out. So good on him. But then on the ensuing Sharks power play only a minute later, guess what happened? Patrick Marlowe. He scored his third of the season. Old Man River getting it done. Patty Moe looked pretty decent throughout this game. That made it 2-1 to one Anaheim. And then the floodgates really opened up. Only a minute later, Isaac Lundestrom on kind of a sloppy play got his sixth goal of the season on assist from Manton and Backus, making it 3-1. to one. All of that happened in the first three minutes of the second period. I gotta tell you, it was pretty exciting to watch. Then you had Nick Delorier getting his fourth of the season on a no-doubt-about-it goal. Yeah, Marty Jones was a dead duck. He was down and out for the count because Hutton and Terry, they did a good job faking out Martin Jones, and there was some wide-open nets, making it 4-1. I'm going to backtrack a little bit because while I've been giving lots of praise to the Ducks, I'm going to give a little bit of praise to the Sharks, and i got to give it to my main man, Eric Carlson. Why am I calling him my main man? Hey, you know what? Even though I cover the Ducks, I have to give props where props is due. Eric Carlson, if you missed the press conference last week with Eric Carlson scoring two goals and then the game winner on the shootout, that press conference where he kind of bites into an apple and a reporter asks if that was his best game and Carlson just bit into that apple and said, nope, not my best game. Yeah, look at his Ottawa games, folks. Eric Carlson had some epic games as a senator. But I love the swag that Carlson showed. I mean, he showed some absolute swagger after that shootout goal, staring down the opposing bench, and then having that press conference. I mean, yeah, 
How can you not love Eric Carlson? I know he's a shark, but how can you not love the guy? So I just got to give props where props is due. Uh, late in the game, I love the strategy here by head coach Bob Bugner. So coach Bob for San Jose, he decided to pull Martin Jones really early, as in eight minutes to go in the game early. And on the empty netter, Derek Grant got an outlet pass to Nick Delorier, who passed it to David Backus, his third of the season. That was the last goal of the game. 5-1 final score. The Ducks were victorious over the San Jose Sharks at the Shark Tank. Uh, My dog is staring at me. I think that means it's time for her to go out. She's going to want to go out right now, but I need some energy. So I think I got to use some built bar energy. That's right. I'm talking about built bar, the best tasting protein bar in the land with several fantastic flavors, including cookies and cream cookie dough. And you know which one I really love? You know which one I love, Daisy? I love the churro puff built bar. It's really delicious, isn't it? Isn't it super delicious? Yeah, it's really good. She's just staring at me. She wants to go out. They also have built go built boost among their many fantastic products. So head over to builtbar.com right now. Use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. Once again, the promo code is L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5 to get 15% off your next order of Built Bar, which is the best tasting protein bar in the land. Coming up after the first intermission, we're going to break down some Adam Henrique stats. Stay locked in. Welcome back to episode 301 of Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network or TLOPN or TLOPN. Hey, I made it to episode 301, DC. Anyway, this show is brought to you by the Locker Room app. Join me this Friday before the Ducks take on the Colorado Avalanche. I'll be in the Locker Room app at 6.15 p.m. Pacific Time or 9.15 Eastern Time once again That is the Locker Room app. All right. Let's get into what I wanted to talk about today, which was Adam Henrique. So about a month ago, Adam Henrique was on waivers. In fact, it was February 20th that Adam Henrique was placed into waivers. Then he was cleared the following day. But that started a whole whirlwind of drama. What's happening with Adam Henrique? Why is he not playing well? What's he doing? What's going on? Is he going to get traded? Is he going to get picked up? There was a ton of rumors that week. That was also the same time. Trevor Zegers is getting called up. Henrique got waved. Oh, yeah. Oh, Trevor Zegers almost scored his first goal. Oh, he didn't score his first goal. Always getting benched. Yeah, that week was just drama-filled. And then he had Henrique. So here's something that I want to point out. Maybe it was not a bad idea for Henrique to get waived. There's a hot take. Well, maybe not a super hot take. Maybe looking back, it's not a bad decision because Henrique was really struggling before he was placed on waivers. Let me break down some stats for you guys. So in 16 games played, 16 games played, Adam Henrique only had three goals and one assist for four points. That's it. He had four points. That's my dog right there sneezing. We just got back from our walk. (laughs) If you missed that, I did a live read with my dog right here. So four points over 16 games. That's one point for every four games. It's not good. 
That's a point per game of 0.25. Also, his shooting percentage was not the best. He was 3 for 22 as far as shots. So a 13% shooting percentage, which is not terrible, but it's not all that great either. Another big stat I want to point out here. He had 21 hits in his first 16 games. So he was playing a much more physical game and at times kind of played a dirty style where he would just take some pretty cheap hits. I mean, nothing too severe, but something that you kind of scratch your head and go, really, Adam, you're you're going to pull this? You know, that's not his natural game. I mean, it kind of is, but not the way he was doing it. He was focusing way too much on drilling a guy through the glass like I saw last night. But after he was waived, something changed. Well, two things changed. One, his attitude changed a little bit as far as how he wanted to perform with the team. And two, the way he was coached, Dallas Eakins kind of put him in a different role of sorts and kind of changed his cycle game and changed where he is slightly on the ice. If you look at the first 16 games versus the last 20 games, his position on the ice is a little bit different now than it was at the start of the season. So making a little adjustment, maybe a little bit closer to the net at times, maybe it's helped him out a little bit. Maybe having him with different lines, that's helped a little bit. Having him on a line with Zegers for a while, that did help him for a time. And in fact, contributed to his amazing stats over the last 20 games. He's got eight goals and five assists in his last 20 games. That's 13 points over 20 games, which comes out to about 0.6 or 0.7 points per game. So he's kind of almost averaging a point a game, not quite, but still at a much better clip than he was before being put on waivers. Shooting percentage has gone up. He's 8 for 45 on shot attempts. That's a 17.7 shooting percentage. Almost 5 percentage points higher than it was before he got waived. He also has less hits to his credit. Before being on waivers, he had 21 hits over 16 games. Now he's got 13 hits over 20 games. He's not in the dirty areas as much anymore. That's the difference that I was referring to. He's not in those corners as much. He's not in the dirty areas as much. He's not looking to blow everyone away with some massive hits as much. His game has changed a little bit, kind of back to where it was last season. He's kind of going back to just some of the fundamentals he was doing last year and keeping it more simple. It looks like he's kind of simplifying some of his gameplay. So that's another kind of observation over the last 20 games as far as Adam Henrique is concerned. And some of those stats kind of back it up. Some of the expected goals back it up. His expected goals for is much higher in the last 20 games than it was on the first 16 games. The expected goals were almost at an average of of about 0.1, 0.2 the first 16 games. It was not good. His expected goals for was low. His expected goals for the last 20 games is hovering around a half a goal a game. My goodness. 
even with the analytics, you could tell there's a difference in Adam Henrique's game. So all that stuff I love. And Adam Henrique, welcome back to the team. Once again, he is tied with the team lead in goals with 11, tied with Max Kontal. He caught Max. So there you go. All right, we're going to head into the second intermission, but let's talk about rockauto.com, which has all the parts your car will ever need. Maybe you need parts for a fancy car like a Ferrari or a Porsche because holy Porsche, those things are awesome. Or maybe you drive a Chevy or Toyota. It doesn't matter. RockAuto.com has all the parts for you. With the easy-to-follow interface, they've been family-owned and operated for over 20 years. In the How Did You Hear About Us box, tell them that Locked On Ducks sent you. Once again, that is RockAuto.com. All the parts your car will ever need. All right, coming up after the second intermission... We'll just wrap it up and have a quick injury report. We'll get to that on the other side. Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. And this show is brought to you by betonline.ag. Your trusted online sportsbook. They have every sport Right now, they have baseball, which is in full swing. They have the NBA, which is wrapping up their season. And also the NHL, which is now one month away from being over. The NCAA tournament just ended. Oh, I think they also have some college hockey. This weekend is the Frozen Four. So check all of that out on betonline.ag on your first deposit. Use promo code Locked On to get a 50% welcome bonus. How awesome is that? Let's say you deposit 50 bucks, you get $25 added on for free by using the promo code Locked On. Once again, that's betonline.ag, your exclusive online sportsbook and the exclusive online sportsbook of the Locked On Podcast Network. So, just to wrap up a little odds and ends some injury updates for the ducks uh as have been mentioned in the past the ducks are going through a slew of injuries which is why sam carrick is up in the first place ryan getzloff he missed his second game last night with an upper body injury he's day-to-day he could possibly come back this weekend there's a chance he could come back on the second game of this upcoming series against the colorado avs So once again, that's an update on Ryan Getzloff. Uh, It looks like he's going to be back sooner rather than later, which means we might get one more game with Sam Carrick, who I I love Sam Carrick. I still think he's one of the great players in the American Hockey League. And just as an aside, the AHL is a fantastic league. Uh, Talking last night with Josh Brewster from Duck Calls, I mean, he said it on the radio show himself. That the AHL is a terrific league. And you can get some great development going on down there. It's not a bad league at all. And I've been saying this for years. You guys got to come down to San Diego. Check out a game next season. Another update. Ricard Raquel. He is now considered day-to-day. He's missed the last four games. Also with an upper body injury. 
So he could possibly come back this weekend as well. I'm not so sure about that personally, but that's that's what it looks like. It looks like they could bring him back soon. Couple other notes to pass along to you. Hampus Lindholm is officially on long-term injured reserve. He's out for at least another week and a half. He's not expected back until mid-April or later. So that's the update on Hampus Lindholm. Carter Rowney, he might be done for the season. I mean, he's expected to be out the rest of the season with the lower body injury. So just to reiterate, Carter Rowney likely to be out for the rest of the season. In fact, I think the last report I heard was that he was going to be out for the rest of the season. Sonny Milano, he's out there skating. Uh, Last practice, he was out there in a red non-contact jersey, but at least he is out there skating. Uh, He expects to be with a contact jersey later this week or possibly over the weekend. So Sonny Milano could be back perhaps in a week or so. So we'll see about that. And one more update, Sam Steele. He's got a lower body injury. He is now day-to-day. He could come back as early as this weekend as well. So we could see a lot of players coming back. Maybe not Friday, but looking like Sunday, we could see the return of one or two of the following three players. Sam Steele, Ryan Getzloff, Ricard Raquel. So those are the updates for the Ducks injuries. All right, we're going to head off for the day. I hope you all have a happy hump day. Reminder, you can hear this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or the new Odyssey app, which is A-U-D-A-C-Y. There you go. Also, be sure to check out the other podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network, including Locked On Fantasy NHL. Be a waiver wire winner by checking out the Locked On Fantasy NHL podcast. Also, check out Locked On NHL, my good friend Sarah Avampato hosts the Wednesday show. So check out Locked on NHL. And speaking of Sarah Avampato, she spoke on yesterday's show. She'll be back tomorrow. Yeah, she's going to be back for goals Thursday because the rain and the goals have played each other a ton. And they're also playing each other again tonight. So we'll definitely have some thoughts on the goals versus rain series that has just taken place. So that's on Thursday. Friday will be a preview of Ducks versus Avs. So that'll be a good one. So be sure to check all of that out. Thank you all once again for listening. You can follow me on Twitter at StimpyJD. Follow the show on Twitter at LO underscore Ducks. For Locked On Anaheim Ducks, I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying have a great rest of the day. Please continue practicing social distancing. Wear a mask. Be kind to one another. And Ducks, fly together.